to Will It Game, the podcast about creating crappy board games from one board family. I'm your host, Ryan Gatowski, joined today by... Rick White. I'm over here giving myself a manicure. So if you hear me clipping my toenails, which I think is perfectly fine on a podcast recording, um, then just ignore it. Just ignore it. Golly, man. That uh, one of one of uh, a boss I had a long time ago. One of those things. Oh man, he would clip his fingernails when he was angry, and oh jeez, nothing like a super super quiet office complex. That's pretty and nasty. then click, click, and then you're like, I know those fingernails are probably flying over the cue ball. Anyway, Certainly. that was too much information. We have a guest judge with us as always, Henry Audubon. How are you doing today? Doing really well, just hoping nobody hurts themselves, yeah. giving themselves a manicure. You know, sometimes you're pitching a game and then, you know, toenails and everything. It's a dangerous business. Oh, uh, uh, hey, You're dealing with the blades, so, up. you know, got to be mindful. <laughs> yeah. Henry, <laughs> please excuse uh, Rick. Um, Henry, you are the designer of some pretty amazing games. Why don't you tell our audience uh, what you do in the hobby and where people can find your awesome work? Well, I'm a board game designer. I've been working with Keymaster Games. They've put out a couple of my projects now, including Space Park, which was my first game back in 2018. Then we followed it up last year with Parks. And I'm working with other publishers as well, like 25th Century Games. Uh, they're putting out a game of mine called Kingswood. That should be getting to retail in March. And yes. aside from that, yeah, I'm just trying to explore new games, make new stuff. Kind of like what you guys are doing here, you know, just coming up with crazy ideas. and I love that you're against the wall. Exactly, yes. uh, you know what? Exactly We're on the same the level same. as you. That is exactly what I heard and what I'm going to move forward with yeah. in life. You <laughs> You created three games that I'm very excited about owning, and we <laughs> create this garbage, which it's we are creating exactly games that you can <laughs> so, plan to see at many a board game uh, yard sale uh, in the future. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's right. So uh, Rick and I have these two terrible board games that we're going to pitch to you, Henry. And uh, your t- your theme this episode was lighthearted dystopia. That was very specific and very unique. So appreciate the theme. Um, so we're going to pitch these two board games based on lighthearted dystopia. And then you are going to have the difficult challenge of having to pick which is the least crappy of the two board game pitches at the end. Do you feel up to this? I do, I do, and, you know, hopefully we're not actually in the timeline of any of these games you're about to propose. Oh, no, no, no. So uh, I think I'll go first. Uh, Mine comes earlier in the timeline. Uh, Mine is called Pioneer Country. We don't realize it, but the world actually ended in the early 1800s. A hair growth, a series of hair growth tonics uh, during that time period caused a majority of the world to fade into existence. The year is 1842. We all remember Oregon Trail, but this is the game that's sure to replace it in the minds of the next generation of gamers. 
The toxic tonics have infected the wildlife of the day, and there's danger waiting for us around every turn. You are a family of uh, pioneers who are traveling the countryside trying to survive. Players will journal, journey along the trail using their covered wagon meeple, flipping cards over as they go. Each card will give resources or pose a challenge that has to be met with the resources that the players collected along the trail. The trail will increase in difficulty after every five cards, so you want to be prepared as you go along. You're going to have opportunities for trading posts at different milestones along the trail where you're going to be able to trade out some of those items, um, trade out for some wilds and things like that. The resources that you are collecting are toxic animal meat, wooden planks, old tonic bottles, and gold. In this world, the most precious of these are wooden planks, of course. The game plays up to four players, and it's the dystopian uh, past that you want your ch children to remember. The game is Pioneer Country. Wow, that's powerful. <laughs> it is, it is. I uh, Can you please tell me how the components for toxic animal meat are represented? Yeah, man, they're green, uh, they're green, um, like, flat raccoons. Like, if you think of, like, a starfished raccoon where his tail is flat and his arms are uh, laid out, um, yeah, it's green. Oh, can that please be our mascot, please? Yes, one board family, one board family. <laughs> turning to toxic animal mascot meat in 2020. It's a toxic flat raccoon. Okay, yes. let me tell you, right off the bat, okay. this, is, this is strong. It's powerful stuff. Okay. okay. I would back it, but only if there were stretch goals, you know? So let me ask some oh. let me ask some questions and we'll see if we can okay. level it up. Okay. So the downfall that we all experience yeah. due to this hair growth tonic. Yeah, yeah. Is it just purely toxic or was the downfall in some way related to all the excess hair growth that was going on? Oh, uh, like almost like instead of zombies they were hairy monsters. It's a bunch that, of cousin yeah, it's cousin around. it's that are running the roaming around the countryside. So almost one of the cards that you arrive at is a band of very hairy people. Yeah, wow, mm. scary. Mm. It's good. It's good. Have you ever seen like sheep that wander away from the flock and then they just are just a big sphere of hair and they can barely operate? Jeez, oh, that's what I'm. And they just imagining. like roll along. Well, that's actually that's actually where tumbleweeds come from. It's when those yeah. sheep oh. <laughs> grow too large, like a ball, they Gross. die, and then they become a tumbleweed. Yeah, because Science. their meat and flesh all rots <laughs> off the carcass, so it's just rolling around wow. in the ground. Science, people. Dang. You got, I'll tell you, I expected to hear some wild game concepts, but I didn't expect to learn so much. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's what we do. Will it game? Educational podcast of 2020. Jeez. You know, that's what the people want. That's what, you know, we bring what the people want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Rick, you got a pitch for us? I mean, after that one, I don't I don't know. Um, I'm Strong start. Of... Yeah. So, so um, my game is called Feel the Burn 2050. No, you shut your mouth. <laughs> which is a you... sequel to Ryan's game, Feel the Burn 2049, but oh, has absolutely nothing to do with it and does not live in the same universe. He stole my name. Um, okay. So... Yeah, I totally did. So it's the year 2050, and climate change has had its impact on the world. But And yeah, the sea, sea levels have risen, and the icebergs are melting, and crops don't grow, blah, 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 who cares? But the worst part is everyone is always sunburned. 
So in Feel the Burn 2050, you are split into two teams where you must accomplish daily tasks without touching uh, each other. So the only parts of your body that you're allowed to um, touch to anything are your hands, feet, butt, or your mouth. Okay? So, so the actions would include things like feeding a baby. It's really hard to hold a baby without using, like, your forearms, so you're going to have to get really creative. Hugging. We're going to have to have new greetings and new ways to kind of express uh, goodbye, hello, you're the best. I don't know. Um, football tackling. You know, the NFL is still going to exist. we got to figure out a way Jeez. to do this where people aren't, you know, miserable. And, of course, cheerleading towers. Those are going to be super important in the year 2050, so we got to make sure we're doing those. Um, every time you get touched, you have to scream at the top of your lungs as if you have been burned. Um, and the harder the action, the more points it's worth. You lose a point for each scream, and after a few rounds, you add up the points, and the team with the most points wins. Now, our stretch goal, which you mentioned you like a lot, um, our stretch goal will be board gaming sunblock, which is very important for those hours you spend sitting under fluorescent lights at conventions all day long. And that is Feel the Burn 2050. Whoa. A, a powerful yeah. follow-up. I mean, yeah. great pandering to the judge with the stretch goals yeah. there. That was yeah. really well done. Yes, I've been trying to learn from Ryan, um, and that's what I'm going for. You know, this sounds to me like a bit of a lifestyle game. Like, is this just a, a tabletop experience or is this something, I mean, we're, we're feeding a baby. Is this like a dexterity game that, you know, sprawls out into, into real life? Yes, except this is going to be BYOB, bring your own baby. Oh, okay. We will not be including a baby in the packaging. Um, We've already done a, that pitch. And that's because of not international trading, we're just, it's really hard to do. Wow. Yeah. Okay, great. So Feel the Burn 2050. Let me ask you this. Does this have anything to do with the Bernie Sanders campaign? Oh, you know what? He That is another stretch goal is that he will be featured um, because Bernie Sanders will still be alive in 2050. Right. Um, and so he will be uh, the the face of our uh, of our box. You'll have Bernie Sanders sitting right there. Oh, I believe wow. at that time Bernie Sanders will be... Um, 110 years old. So, wow, another powerful move because I'm from Vermont, you know. Oh, there we go. Oh, yes, didn't see that one coming. Wow, yes. (laughs) Now, okay, so let's see here. This is a game about not touching each other. Yeah, Mm. it's also, um, we're also also known as raising your, uh, raising your, uh, uh, your high school and middle school children. Yeah, yeah. On the it's back the of the box game. is going to be um, Tony Shaloub from Monk. He's going to be on the back. <laughs> In 2050, Monk is making a comeback. People are going to love that show. So that's another thing that we're going to be adding. Wow, okay. Sounds a bit like Twister, but less fun. <laughs> that's good. You know what? That will be the quote on the box. <laughs> it's Twister, but less fun. Henry Audubon says. <laughs> that's exactly. okay, though, because Twister is, you know, a classic that's withstood the test of time at this point, so it's okay to be yeah. less fun than Twister. Yeah, exactly. Gosh. I'm not trying to make a classic here. I'm just trying to get on Kickstarter, sell a few copies, and then not deliver the final product. That's what I'm going for here. <laughs> I was about to say something nasty, but I'm not. <laughs> Thank you. appreciate it. Sorry, guys. Just a moment. I'm taking some notes. You don't mind if I use these ideas, do you? No, no, oh, no absolutely that's fine. not. Yeah. 
No, and we know we know the Keymaster and 25th Century folks pretty well. So if you need yes. us to put a good word in on these, um, we'll do our best. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well. And we know you designers make a ton of money. Yeah. So if you could just forward a couple of those checks our way. Yeah. That'd be great. Maybe if I get some of that, you know, exclusive uh, branded sunblock. You're describing. <laughs> He's got vats of it. He's actually trying to palm that off. That's why he made the I'm game. Not gonna lie, it's really just Crisco. He's got vats in his garage. It's really just lard. Okay, are we ready for yeah the judgments to be uh, announced? I think here? the audience can't wait. Yes. Honestly. Wow. Yeah, sitting on the edge of their seats. Now listen, I have to say right from the outset that both of these concepts were strong. I wasn't sure what you guys were going to give me when I gave you this topic of a kind of joyful dystopia. And I think you guys both delivered in your own way. Although, you know, Feel the Burn 2050, I think, uh, is almost too real to me. It's like, (laughs) it's, uh, I'm I'm concerned that that is our timeline. We're on, you know, and... Mm -hmm. um, To me, I don't know if uh, how much you know. I don't know if there's enough branded sunblock in the universe to to get us out of that one. <laughs> yeah, and I'll Understandable. just now Pioneer Country. On the other hand, did you know that I'm working on a Western game? That's <gasps> I did not. I told you, what? Ryan freaking stalks people. I it's don't. Not fair. I don't like. I it. I have as many times as this has happened. I have never once looked up BG stats or top tens, or what the next project is, never once have I done that. But I've definitely gotten this over a dozen times. Okay, well, I've got a Western called Running Iron that I'm working on with Keymaster Games. Really? We're kickstarting it early this year. And okay. Yeah, so you're, you're speaking my language here. With 1800s, okay. I'm imagining... I mean, you gave me the backstory for Tumbleweed. Mm. I never knew I wanted that until now. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Can you please make sure that there's card art featuring a sheep carcass in this game? It's <laughs> really important yes. to me. <laughs> I think, you know, we've grown so interested in where tumbleweed is going. We never thought about yeah. where did it come from where until come now. From? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm. So I have to say that Pioneer Country just really reached me in, in, a, in a special way. Yes. Uh, it, it sparked my imagination. It brought me back to being being a ten year old kid watching westerns we with my dad, and I'm imagining now that all those tumbleweeds that I saw in you know Clint Eastwood spaghetti westerns, yeah, yeah. With each of those, there was a sheep inside at one point, yeah, long yeah. ago. <laughs> long ago. It sounds sounds every like time... a really moving moment from a western movie. It's like, son, I just want you to remember that every time yeah. you see one of those tumbleweeds. Remember that there's a sheep inside. <laughs> That's the big Dude, lesson of the movie. Yeah. Every time they roll across the screen, you in your head you hear... Yeah, and then at the climax of the movie, as he's about to give up, the sun sees a tumbleweed, and, and then you hear like that faint echoes of... Bah, 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 and then he goes off and he saves the day. I well, think you that's get, how this is work. There's some great re-editing potential for some classic movies there. Is, there. there is. So... So, oh man, it was a close call, but you know what? I have to give it to Pioneer Country. Oh, thank you, Henry. It is truly an honor to be uh, to have this have this honor bestowed upon me. Pioneer Country, the next game produced by Henry Audubon. 
So yeah, I'm excited I, you know, about this partnership that you have uh, signed by being on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. I forgot. And that email that I didn't send you, it also mentioned <laughs> that you Weekly were entering binding. into a binding contract with us. That's good. Well, just so. uh, you know, Henry. send that to my lawyers and uh, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll work it out. And That's Ryan, good. you've won way too many of these in a row. And if I've I if I lately. actually put effort into these, I would start to get upset. Um, but luckily, we haven't reached that. Oh, point the I, I I wasn't even trying. Excuse. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't even try. Um, I didn't even try this one. Yeah, I just uh, had a computer AI. I typed in board game descriptions, and this is what it came out with. So That's everything's good. fine. So Henry, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you online and find some of your projects? Great. Well, one of my goals for 2020 is I'm really trying to level up my presence online. I've seen some people are, you know, backing away from social media. They need a little space. I've I've had plenty of space and I'm kind of leaning in now. So I'd love okay. it if people would uh, check out what I'm doing online. I'm Henry Audubon, basically on all your favorite channels, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, all over the place, even on Facebook. So that's Henry Audubon, A-U-D-U-B-O-N. And yeah, you can follow Keymaster Games in 25th Century as well, just to keep tabs on, on the projects that I'm doing with, with those folks. But yeah, that's a, that's a good place Excellent. to keep track of what I'm up to. Very cool, Sweet. very cool. Well, we were very excited uh, about Kingswood fulfilling, and uh, at the time of airing of this episode should be just a matter of weeks or days. So we are very excited about that. And, uh, man, keep doing great work. We love your games. So thanks so much. Cheers. Thanks so much. All right. Until next time. Oh, yeah. Hey, subscribe to this podcast if you don't already subscribe. Be sure to subscribe it. Rate us on whatever your podcast uh, listening uh, platform of choices and follow us online at one board family on Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Instagram, all those great social media sites until next time. We will see you at the table. <laughs>